Residents at Brightview Senior Living Communities enjoy enhanced possibilities, independence, and choice. Brightview Dulles Corner in Herndon and Brightview, Great Falls, offer vibrant senior independent living, assisted living, and memory care services through various daily programs and cultural events. Chef-prepared meals, safety and security, transportation, resort-style amenities, and high-quality care. Everything you need is here. Discover more at brightviewseniorliving.com. Equal housing opportunity. Live inside the Universal Windows Direct Studios. Universal Windows. Coming to you live from the Cross Country Mortgage Campus in Berea, Ohio. This is Cleveland Browns Daily, brought to you by BallyBet. Now live in Ohio on 850 ESPN Cleveland. Here are your hosts, Bo Bishop and Nathan Zagura. All right, let's do it live on a first Friday miracle edition of Cleveland Browns Daily. Merely Bo, the great Z, rested, refreshed pampered probably a butler service in southern california what else does he need did you get get a schwitz in this morning get a get a massage perhaps <laughs> i'm in a foul mood uh, not me oh. i'm in a foul mood oh had a, come had on a, had a great night went to mr chow's thanks to your recommendation yesterday it was very good d- delightful that pl- what a machine that place is yeah i mean they crank the food out so mm-hmm. fast. We got to see the guy makes the slap noodles, which is always fun. Some good soup dumplings. It was, is it was a delightful in the meal. Miss K is coming out on Thursday. I went with my buddy oh. Novak. Oh, okay, okay. I thought that was going to be a Miss K one. Oh, okay, yeah. So you guys no, went last night to Miss. That was very yeah. good. Yeah, that place has been like a place for 30 years. Yes, yeah. Maybe more, yeah. but definitely that long. It's been like, did you see any uh, famous people other than yourself in the mirror? Uh, I'm not sure there were people who looked like they were famous, but I wasn't sure who they were. So I don't know. There it's was hard to know there anymore. Was, there was a lot of people that were peacocking around. I can tell you that. There's always a lot of peacocking. Um, so when, the last time I was there, uh, was with the blonde. It was good Lord. 15 years ago. It was my 30th birthday. We did, um, we did a Lakers game and then stayed down there and then, and went there and there was paparazzi everywhere because this was before Instagram. You know, sure. So, yeah, um, yeah. You know, you'd find the stuff on the TMZ, or do you remember Perez right, Hilton? Of course, TMZ, like the, those type of things, um, or else like Us Magazine or People or National Enquirer. And so, it was all about uh, finding snapshots of people. And the night we went there, uh, Beverly D'Angelo was there with Al Pacino, and um, who else was there? Oh, uh, Christina Applegate. Oddly enough, that was the uh, that was the the group of of the people that were there, and that the cameras were popping, baby. I love it. The cameras were not popping last night on a Tuesday, but See, it was a no great meal. And then we went over the, to uh, everybody's yeah, got the got, everybody's got their own phones, right? Uh, we went over to I think it's like Steak Forty Eight or something like that was around the corner and and had a, a few cocktails at the bar. It was great, great scene. That place was bumping till like midnight on a Tuesday, which is you, just, you love to see it every day. Saturday, so then I came then. home. I was having a great time. Come back. Having a, a, I'm in a, having a great slumber. Mm-hmm. Nice sleep. Deep sleep. And at 6.57, I hear what sounds like people screaming <laughs> on megaphones right outside my room. <laughs> and I heard that because it turns out 
That's exactly what was happening. They were. There were people walking around in circles in the circle driveway entrance to this hotel. Yeah. Screaming into their megaphones. That's right. And I was like, got out of bed, looked. I'm like, what? The, what is going on? I am now convinced that all hotel rooms need to come with blow darts. So that oh, I, I like the idea stopped, of that. I could have stopped this problem from my balcony. Yep. So I go back into the room. I call the front desk, and I'm like, what's the deal? Like, you got yeah. – I, I'm sure you're aware of this. It's happening right outside of, like, where the lot, I mean, literally right outside the front desk. And they said, oh, yes, we're very aware. Um, and I said, well, can we can we do something about it? Step and they were like, aware. no. Step no. two, action. Do some action. Yeah. And they're like, no, we can't do anything about it. They're like, there's some union workers at the hotel who uh, are on strike. And they're they're trying to send a message to management. I said, message sent. I don't need to be like – it's almost like I was a, a bystander in the Red Wedding. You, you know what I mean? Pawn, like, merely a pawn. Right. right. Your phone call message. was the action right. that they were hoping for. Totally. And they're like, well, you sh- if, if you want, you can file a complaint with the manager. I'm like, no, I just want to go back to bed. I want people to stop screaming on megaphones yeah. outside my room. So they said they can't do anything about it. They're like, well, they haven't been here in like five days. So we were surprised that they were here today. I was like, well, are they going to be here tomorrow? We don't know. Probably they know we're here. Yes. So the, I, 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 I'm assuming. I thought in my mind I was like before I got out of bed to really look and then make the phone call. I'm like in my mind I'm like I feel like in any second I'm going to hear John Frayn's voice and then I'm going to hear silence again. <laughs> That's how I thought it was going to go. No, and it, it didn't. I, I think no. we were all. I can't imagine were people talking about it in the breakfast room. I mean, you. you so Bo. Yeah. I'm on the other side of the building. I have okay. no idea what's going on. So you on. got nothing. Yeah. So I tried, you know, I tried to, I, I'm trying to figure out the routine. I think I've got it figured out, but yet I'm still behind when I wake up. Like I get up around 645, 7 mm-hmm. o'clock. Yeah. Okay. You know, trying to stay on some kind of clock here. 702, phone rings. It's Zagura. I'm like, well, this can't be good because there's no way he should be awake right now. You're calling him to commiserate at 702? Yeah, I was like, do you hear this? Like, what is going on? And I'm like, what are you talking about? He goes, what do you mean you don't hear it? I'm like, I, I don't know what you're talking about. And I had to go like, outside. There is nothing. I hear a construction put it on speakerphone so that he could hear it. And he's like, <laughs> then he just started laughing. <laughs> I was amazing. like, well, that sounds like it's a problem. Well, I told you, just go downstairs, have a little breakfast. I go, I said to the guy when I was like, can you guys go do something? I said, you know, people pay a lot of money to stay at hotels to sleep. Like that is what you have. That's part of it. You're renting a place to sleep on the road. That is Mm -hmm. fundamentally the essence of a hotel. Yep. And I said, now we can't sleep. He goes, well, that's why they're doing it. I said, you're, this is like, (laughs) okay, how about we stop them? Now, they said, "Well, that's why it's so. That's why it's effective." And I'm like, "I yeah. don't think you guys get." And then I asked, "I was like, this is private property. You have the right to remove them. I would imagine sure. N- noise statutes, you know, and nothing." So finally, about what? Like it went until. Eight, I mean, I came down. I came got, downstairs to breakfast. I mean, there was a guard at every door. By I'm eight like, o'clock, what is great. what am I? Walking they got bored into? and they walked away. I, I'm walking um, down the hall. The doors like. It, it's out, like, I'm in the meal room. You can hear, like. I was on the balcony. Like, and my video I sent on? you guys, I was like, yeah. I think at one point I'm like, you guys just shut up. Like, okay. Right, we You've already it. won. 
You've done. You've won. You've won. There's nobody I on this the side of desk. the hotel who could possibly be asleep any longer. Now, I mean, they were like screaming, like, blah, 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 blah. Over, I'm like, what is going on? Here's the good news, though. The stated, the stated goal of this trip was to spend six days, seven nights, six nights, seven days, getting you guys on West Coast clock. So that was critical. What day are we on? Oh, so that's why you're there. Nights, yeah. You're there is to get the, to get on West Coast clock. So those protesters waking you up at seven o'clock a.m. Pacific, they are just keeping you on the right clock for the game. That's all it, that's it, about. It, and in all fairness, really like, every, it's everybody was a every, ten yeah, o'clock our time. A, so everybody yeah. was awake down with the team. I yeah, haven't like, slept past seven thirty here anyway, but I would have liked to have woken up of on, of my own volition. Well, that's yeah, there I is mean, difference in waking up on your own versus waking up to people yelling. I, I I'll give you that. Yeah. yeah. Everything started this morning. You know, meeting started at seven thirty, so everybody was awake. I came downstairs. I'm like, well, oh, if it's they were planning on sleeping till seven fifteen and walking down there, they were rudely, rudely awake. That didn't happen. No, and then I have <laughs> also happen. on my hall. No, Ziger, because that would mean you're going to be late. If you're early, you're on time. You're not. Early, I used you're to late. hate that. By the way, I had a coach. I know. Mariner, I know I was having a conversation. I like, I, just tell me what time you want me to be there, and you just tell me there. I'm never late for anything. Just tell me yeah. the time. I don't, if you you want, pick it. I, mine? If you want me there, at, if if it's if if we're having dinner, and 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 you and you want to start at seven, then just tell me seven. I'll be there. But if you want me there at six forty-five, then say, say six forty-five. You just tell me yeah. the time. Mariner time. I'm working for you, basketball coach. Be simple. On time is five minutes you early. Be there no, fifteen minutes early. No, no, not, not. Just say practice starts at two fifty-five. Fine, solved. Easy. Can't stand that. Can't stand yeah, that. Don't say three and then hold it to 255. Just come out and say it. What's the big deal? Let's have some how, uh, how are we doing, fellas? It's a first Friday. How many, oh, are you guys way, halfway home? No. Can no. I also? No, we're not even close. Can I also tell you that on my floor, Gibbe, you'll get a kick out of this. There's um, an individual who has been residing in the hotel for like months. Oh, a squatter. Yeah. No. I don't. Not at that. It doesn't fit. I. Doesn't fit the traditional squatter, correct? But for m- lack motif, this yeah. is this is somebody who has got plenty of disposable income and is choosing to have maid service every day. Mm-hmm. Um, but this individual whose door happens to be directly across the hall from me mm-hmm. has a pomeranian. Okay, what? And it likes to yap. Oh, mama! So. Throughout the day, I'm hearing <laughs> nighttime. <laughs> so I got protesters on one side, a Pomeranian, Pomeranian. with show papers does it, on the other. Say, so does it papers? With, with show nope. papers. Not yeah. me, Bishop. Can't be boarded. Yeah. No, can't be boarded. It's, it's a show dog with show papers. Yeah. I mean, so that's what I, that's what's going on with me. <laughs> Get to Ralph's. That'll make you feel I better. I think ever since I stepped off of the hallowed grounds of, of – the establishment yeah. across the street that it is it's been downhill for me and i so i peaked at, at monday from the hours of one to five yeah and now it's all downhill from here yeah well hopefully it just i can't imagine i can't wait for sweet miss k who has to get up very early every morning for work who is so looking forward to coming out here and being able to sleep in if these people go out there and pull it she's already text she's like they better not be do that when i'm there Said, well, <laughs> well, Miss K, I'm sorry. Said, we don't control it, protest. and apparently the hotel doesn't 
care We're at all. We're at their beck and call, sweetheart. Hey, right. uh, the good news for Miss K, though, is is even if it is seven, that's ten here. Sure, sure, sure. So sure, she'll sure. get a win. She's going to get a win regardless. Feels like a win. Yeah, yeah. Going to get a little bit of a dub there. Um, so the t- today's a work day, finally. You guys going to actually yes. do something out there? Is the team going to wow. do something? What are we doing? Yep. Finally got uh, work? Yeah. I uh, I will actually depart the show 30 minutes early. I got to go over to oh, UCLA oh. and get set up. We have podium and pre-practice pressers. Oh, so, baby. That'll be at 3.30 Eastern time today that Kevin Stavansky will talk. Players at 3.45, and the team will hit the field at 4.30, 4.40-ish Eastern time. Eastern. Yeah, this is a fascinating thing. Have you guys ever been part of a team? I mean, you guys have been with the team for a while, Z, longer than anybody. Have you ever been part of a team that's done something like this? No, in fact, I, I haven't met a player yet that has on our team. Okay, so this is abnormal even by NFL standards yeah. to stay West yes. Coast. Like, I've seen – the West Coast teams stay East because I think, yep. and I always felt like when when we were when I grew up where I did out West, and then when I would go East, that was the far bigger adjustment versus living in the East and going West. Like we go to California every year, it's nothing to get on clock, easy, so simple. Stay up late first day and you're you're set. The other way, I think it's a little bit harder. It's rare to see a team go West and stay. Yes. Yeah, I w- I would agree. It, it's it is very very different. It, it it's got its own set of challenges. That's for sure. However, I I went to the UCLA complex yesterday. Pretty ridiculous. Yeah, as you would imagine. It's Westwood, um, baby. Well, how about this? How about this? So Saturday night we were when in Denver, Clay and I hit up an Avalanche game. Oh, that's fun. Got got tickets for almost nothing, and right at center ice, it was crazy. It was good. They do uh, uh, all the small things, don't they? Yep. Yeah, that's cool. All the yeah, it was it was awesome. Um, tomorrow night, buddy, can I interest you in UCLA hoops at Pauly? Yeah, that's fun. Yeah, you're gonna that's go. Fun. I think I'm gonna go. Who are you they? Gotta uh, go. It's like UC Riverside or something. Doesn't but. matter. Game of yep. Pauly? Come on. Yeah. Did you know that their football field back abuts Bel Air Country Club? I knew it was all in the same vicinity. Um, oh, I, I, don't, I don't know that I've, I'm trying to think. I've been to the campus, and I've obviously been to the Rose Bowl. Those are two very, very different places. You see the challenges, though, of like them playing at the Rose Bowl. Why it's, while it's an iconic venue, it's a hike from Dude, campus. This, this is you – ca- you cannot come here to this town the way that we are without a, a, a vehicle. L.A. is completely – Unnavigable, uh, dependent on Ubers. Photo Jesus and uh, Lily walked four miles yesterday. They went to the tar pits. They to walked the Brea tar pits. Yeah. Well, said it was four miles. I go. I hope you did an extra lap for me. That sounds. Yeah, like, that's a hike. That like, no, yeah. you need a car. It's a car town. You got it. Yes. And you, then you're at your own control. Yeah, you guys should. Why don't you guys rent cars with your monster per diems? <laughs> Get yourself a night. Maybe something foreign. <laughs> Maybe a nice convertible. Yeah, we really could have done something I got, special. I got, into, I got into a fight with an Uber driver last night. Oh, for God's sakes. Get yourself no. a foreign, two-door, Look, two-door foreign car, drive up the PCH, got, head on up to Santa Barbara. We, you got time. We took the, took the crew wine. over to Venice Beach. The great Nick Shook gave me some recommendations. Nick Shook took you to Venice Beach. That's perfect. Yeah. I love it. We gave me some great recommendations for a few places. I said, look, yeah. I don't need the touristy stuff. Give me, give me good food. Give me, like, yeah. w- best places. 
25 minute ride, no big deal. I order an Uber XL. There's six of us. Guy shows up in a suburban. He goes, I can only take five. I go, You've got to be kidding me. I go, Why? Bucket seats. I go, it's six, it's six people. An Uber XL seats six. No, I can only do five. What I'm was like, his reason? Uh, he just said, he goes, I can only take five. He was, I mean. Well, he's he, not going to mess around. There's other customers. He's not worried about you, Gibbe. Yep, what, I'm exactly. just curious why you couldn't put six in a Suburban. I, correct. Even in I, I could have fit seven in, a, in the Suburban. Yeah, even in a bucket seat, second row, captain seat situation, you're still a guy up yes. front, two in the captains and three in the back. Yep. You're safe, pal. H- had to get a second Uber. Oh, not gosh. ideal. That's brutal. So, That's but so good. a good time was had by all. Nice little dinner. Went to the ocean. Yeah. So. Did you pump some iron? Were Arnold pumped iron? Nah, I'm good. That would have been nice. Yeah. Do a little, it was dark at that. It, it was dark by that point. But it feels like we played a game, and this is from the perspective back home. It feels to me like we played a game seven weeks ago. It feels like you guys have been there for a week already, uh, and we yeah, are going to have our first that. practice tonight. Yes. Yes, and by the team come by the time the team comes off the practice field, it's going to be six thirty back home. Six. Yeah. Yeah. yeah but yeah. yeah. So there you go. And this is good. This will be a fascinating thing. What are you looking forward to hearing from Coach Day? What are we looking for? Injury report, right? I just want to know who's playing quarterback for the Cleveland Browns. You think you get that today? Knowing him, probably not. I feel like you should. The last I couple times he's been pretty open, pretty straightforward with it on Wednesdays lately. Yeah, yeah, that's true. He did it with DTR, so maybe you'll get that in the opening statement. Right. Yeah. DTR is the protocol. We're going to start whomever at court. Has Joe Flacco been activated yet? He's still on our practice squad. Correct. Like, to the active. No, no, he's on the practice but, squad. But it's like a, it's like the when PJ Walker thing from a few they, weeks. They elevate on sat. I think it's on Saturday. Oh, so but he my could guess stay is, there. my guess is you've you just go ahead and put him That's on fifty three. Yeah, like let's just move it along. Right. Yeah. Yeah. It's it this it is interesting because what I found for me personally, and then I don't know if it affected the way that we came out in the game. I don't know if the players felt the same, but I felt so kind of disconnected from the the routine of the NFL week and season that allows you to everything to kind of you feel the momentum and everything building and crescendoing yeah. into Sunday. And I didn't have that at all uh, last week. You didn't feel any of that and not being around the building. I, I certainly don't feel that out here. Like, it does not feel like we're – out no. here on a – I don't know. I just think it's very, very – it's very different. Yes. It's almost like a training camp, a second training camp almost. It kind of, kind of. I mean, yeah, it's a weird – it's very strange. I, it'll be interesting to see if it works. I guess will the results be the only way of knowing if it works? I don't know that this would be the reason you won or lost. I you can't, I don't, I don't even like doing know. that. But, yeah. I would um, say if we get, if we don't go down fourteen nothing early in this game, that will that that'll be the first road game that we've done that and – and, and that's a win since Seattle, so that would feel like a win. Maybe this will be the new norm. Like every week, every week, every away game, you just go for the week. Stop it, Gibbe. Even <laughs> you got to get on the clock in things, Cincinnati. When you say things that unite Gibbe and I, then we know it's a bridge. One hundred percent purely. Way, you that, know that you're wrong. By the way, that's twice in a week we've been on a united front. Yeah, you guys so. have you. Yeah. Look out! That's what it's that's team, team bonding. That's why they're doing this. Give, so <laughs> team so we're at we're at UCLA today. You're at we their are. practice facility? Yep. Yep. 
Yeah, it's beautiful. Uh, a couple fields. Uh, their indoor stuff is – I mean, it was really cool. It was cool to get a tour yesterday and check some things out in advance of today. So, Martin Germond uh, is the uh, athletic director at UCLA. He's a longtime Ohio State uh, lieutenant for Gene Smith. Oh, really? He's, he's the AD out there. Great guy. Really okay. great guy. So, yeah, if you see him, he's uh, he's as good as it gets. I'm guessing you will. I'm guessing he'll be bouncing around over the next couple of days. I'm sure he had a lot to do with uh, the fact that uh, you're using UCLA as the uh, as the practice place. So, um, all right, so you have that to look forward to. You're going to get your uh, get your coach today around 3.30 our time, so it'll be during the next level, and then practice around 4.40 is the way that yep. that sets up. So, all right, there you go. Those are your hot topics of the day presented by Vivid Seats, official fan experience partner of your Cleveland Browns. Coming up next, we will meet the Los Angeles Rams, among other things. We're off and running on a first Friday. Cleveland Browns Daily, 850 ESPN Cleveland. The national sales event is on at your Toyota dealer, making now the perfect time to get a great deal on a dependable new SUV, like an adventure-ready RAV4. Available with all-wheel drive, your new RAV4 is built for performance on any terrain from the road to the trails and with plenty of passenger and cargo space plus available tech like wireless charging you and your entire crew can stay connected or check out a stylish and comfortable Highlander with three spacious rows of seating for up to eight passengers and with available features like the panoramic moon roof you can sit back and enjoy the wide open views with your whole family. Plus, both RAV4s and Highlanders are available in hybrid models. So no matter your style, you can drive efficiently and save on gas. So visit your local Toyota dealer and check out amazing national sales event deals on RAVs, Highlanders, and more when you visit buyatoyota.com. Toyota, let's go places. Cleveland Browns Daily, brought to you by BallyBet, now live in Ohio on 850 ESPN Cleveland. OBM, preferred provider of copiers and document services for your Cleveland Browns, can tackle any size office. Call 216-485-2000 or visit ohiobusinessmachines.com. It is time to meet the Los Angeles Rams. Their head coach is Sean McVay. He is 65-44 and 44 overall. Of course, they won Super Bowl just a couple of years back, 2017 AP NFL Coach of the Year, the youngest coach to win the Super Bowl at age 36 and to reach a Super Bowl at age 33, two-time NFC champion. Uh, they are a team that I wasn't sure what to make of them this year. I still don't know, uh, but they looked damn good last time out, Zs. Uh, the, the Rams lead the series 13-11. to They've won the last three times. Uh, the Browns have not won against the Rams since 2007 when they would have been in St. Louis. Of course, the Rams won here 20-13 to on Sunday Night Football, September 22nd of 2019. As I mentioned, they beat the Cardinals the last time out 35-14. to For more on the Rams, we turn... Dr. Z. All right, folks, this is an L.A. Rams team that it's strange. You look at their one-loss record this season. If they could only play in the NFC West, they'd be pretty darn good, it turns out. That's where they have really kind of – they've thrived this year. The Rams in division, if you go and take through the, a quick trip through their schedule, they are 4-1 and one 
against the NFC West, the only loss coming to the 49ers. That means, doing the quick math, that they are 1-5 against everybody who's not in the NFC West, and their lone win outside of the division came in Week 4, overtime win over the Colts, 29-23. to Since then, they have lost every single game outside of the division. Now, they have won two in a row. Guess what? Because they played two of them in a row in the division. Uh, Matt Stafford coming off of his best game of the year with the four touchdowns. He is... A, you've, you've been a huge fan of his for years. Yeah. He can absolutely sling the pill. So yep. the Browns' defense, they need to be ready. He's not going to run around like Russell Wilson, but still knows how to navigate the pocket very effectively. They have a very good young running back in Kyron Williams. They've got good receivers. Tutu Atwell's kind of the game-breaker, high yards per catch, run after the catch, vertical speed. They've got Cooper Cup, who's I think not quite 100% back. I think that's probably fair to say. And then they've got Puka Nakua, who's big, strong, excellent in the run game. They've got a tight end, Tyler Higby, who caught two touchdowns a week ago. So they are they're a good offense. What they do not have is a very good offensive line. And so I think for the Browns in this game, it will be critically important to control and dominate that line of scrimmage. And what I take it a step further, the Browns have allowed, on average, 170.5 yards rushing the last two games. The Rams are coming off a game in which they ran for 228. That is going to be an issue. That is going to be something that they will attack if the Browns do not shore that up. So that's where they are offensively. Defensively, it's all about Aaron Donald leads the team in sacks again. He's got five and, a half, uh, five and a half on the season. They've got a couple people with it, more than four. In fact, they've got four players with four or more sacks on this team. Kobe Turner, the nose tackle. Byron Young, an outside linebacker rookie on one side. Michael Hecht, an outside linebacker on the other side. So they can get after the quarterback a little bit. Um, the Browns, I, just, I think the Browns should be able to attack this team. They're, this is not a great defense. They've got a lot of new pieces, Akilah Witherspoon, John Johnson, the former Brown. I think we should be able to get after this defense. If you were to look at their rankings for the year this season, uh, number 18 rushing defense, number 16 overall, number 16 in points per game, giving up 21.3. They only have five picks, which is the third fewest in the NFL. They are not great at getting off of the field either. Uh, They are in the bottom half of the league in both third down and fourth down conversion. They're at the very bottom Bottom half of the league in the red zone, bottom half of the league goal to go. So this is this is a team that the Browns should be able to get after a little bit. Yeah, they, they, it's an it's one of those teams that's kind of they're kind of in the middle. <laughs> I don't they're know. They're pretty exactly much middling you, on everything. They've they been are. very good in the red zone offensively. That's really their only kind of top red zone goal to go. They're fifteen of eighteen on goal to go, so they're number seven and six respectively there. Other than that, to your point, everything is pretty much fourteenth to eighteenth to twentieth for the most part, offensively and defensively. Although the one thing they have not done is give up a lot of sacks. Stafford's good at getting rid of the ball. Uh, They've only been sacked 22 times. That's the sixth fewest in the NFL. And they're also kind of stuck in the middle in terms of who they are. Because they've got veteran stars. Like, you know, I mean, Aaron Donald obviously is a first ballot, but there's there's other guys who are like, you know, if they could stack a few more seasons, if Cup, Stafford stacks some seasons, maybe it's something you can chase down a little bit. Um, And then they've got – but because they don't have draft picks – they are not in a situation where losing does them any good. So they have to, you know, right. they're, they're trying, um, you know, to, to win and have culture. They like landing on Puka Nakua is an incredible thing to, to land on a player like that who's given them 
what he's given them all season long. And the same thing with Kyron Williams. Like, Kyron Williams' back was an absolute game changer for them last week against yes. Arizona. And now, all of a sudden, uh, I watched a little bit of that game. It was on. I had it on the. It was on the red zone quite a bit because there was a lot of scoring in that game. And Stafford spreading it around. It wasn't even Cup and Nakua who were who went nuts in the game against Arizona. Like he's spreading it around. Williams had over two hundred and some yards of total offense. Yeah, so caught six balls. All of a sudden, like offensively, they're they're an ambitious test for our defense. That is a little more banged up than it's ever been. Absolutely, couldn't agree with that anymore. Um, and, and you know, you think about the, not having draft picks. They got Puka Nakua in the fifth round this year, and they got I think Kyron was a fifth round pick a year ago. And Kyron Williams is averaging uh, on the season. He's averaging. Let's see, he's got 765 total yards in seven games. He's given averaging over 100 total yards per game. So that's pretty good. In fact, he's averaging 109.3 total yards per game. You've got Puka Nakua, who's had a really nice season. He's their leading receiver. He's got 73 catches for 924 yards and three touchdowns already. Atwell's got 36 for 467. Cups only – Cups having he's – he's having a down year a little bit. 50 yards a game, 27 catches, 393, one touchdown for Cooper Cup. Yeah, he's probably lost a step too. Puka Nakua, 924 though. Wow. And, he had and a I know he started week last week. Yeah, he started really, really strong. He came out of the gate this year 119, 147, 72, 163, 71. Last four games, he has not had more than 70 yards in a game 43, 32, 70, and 27. So yeah. he's cooled off a little bit. Yeah, yeah, he, he, he certainly has. Um, yeah, so they, this, this will be a full day. When we were there the last time a couple of years ago, what was the crowd like? It was packed, and that was a crazy game. I mean, that game was like such a, fun, a high-scoring offensive video game game, remember? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, crowd, definitely a lot of Browns fans. I mean, I, a ton was, of Browns fans. It was fans. probably 65 70% Browns fans. Yeah. More than half? Oh, yeah. yeah. Yeah, because when we came back, Chubb had a couple big touchdowns in the third quarter. Oh, it it became Chubb. like a heavyweight slugfest. And he went to the house, and the place, the the roof about came off. So I used to do this thing when I would go on the road with Ohio State, when I used to travel with them every game years ago. And it's not, probably not something you even do anymore, but I used to, especially, the, I remember this vividly, the first time Ohio State played at Maryland uh, because it was the first Big Ten game that was going to be played at Maryland, and it was Ohio State coming in. So, like, how big of a deal is this in Washington, in the Metro? So I would grab, I grabbed the Washington Post and I was looking on the Saturday Washington Post, like where did it land on the Washington Post? And it was like, I want to say it was sixth page. Like it was well yeah. to the sports section at the Washington Post, which used to be, you know, back in the day when newspapers sure. really mattered, that was a, a monster newspaper and still is obviously, paper but just consequence. From a, the, the uh, paper, the physical paper itself, the sports section was 15 pages. So you can't, you're not doing that now with the LA Times is my guess. But I guess the reason I ask you about the crowd is they've been there a while. They've won a Super Bowl. Where are they in the town? Like, we know where the Chargers are. They have I have not seen in any of our time moving around here, I haven't seen one Ram hat. Nope. One Ram. I've seen nothing. Now, no, no the place, to be fair, that anybody cares. the places you are, you wouldn't see any NFL team hats. I've seen people walking around in Browns hats. Other than our employees? No, yeah, 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 yeah. In Beverly Hills? In Beverly Hills. 
Yeah, last night. I think, there definitely a not lot of, I think there's a lot more people. I, I don't think people went to Denver because it was a Thanksgiving. It was a holiday weekend. I think everybody has circled this trip on the on the schedule as the one to make. I, I think there, there's already people pouring into this town. Anytime you ask somebody from L.A. about, like, if this is working, they get very defensive. Like, we have Siciliano on a little bit later, and I think I remember asking him something like this a couple of years ago. And, and he was like, oh, no, no, it's a Ram, you know, Ramstown and all this. And I'm like, I, I don't know. And, and I don't live out there, but I visit out yeah. there once a year. And I don't see it. I don't see any big – and that was when they were winning the Super Bowl. I don't see any big clamoring for them. It's like, and yet, if you, if you go to those beach towns that you're going – you're talking about Venice. If you guys do your trip up to Malibu, you go down to Orange County, like you will see Dodgers hats. You're going to see Lakers stuff. Like that's yeah, happening. I've, I've seen Lakers stuff already. Well, that's – they run yeah. the town, but like Dodgers yep. are probably second. Um, I'm just curious where, if they've been there this long, like is this resonating? Quite frankly, they don't need it to resonate, but you'd probably like it to. Yes, you would want it. I mean, that's the whole, that's the business, right? Like, yeah, I don't know how the Chargers are. are Chargers are, Chargers are definitely below the Rams. I think the Chargers are below every sports entity in Southern California. Yeah. I mean, there might College be more Angels fans. Like, yeah. just do the whole town, right? Do the whole town. The Chargers might be bottom of the whole town. Yep. They're probably behind yep. the NHL teams. Oh, the yeah. Kings. The Kings. That, yeah, yeah. And the Ducks. Yeah. No, I, mean, I The Ducks have been in that. Anaheim for 30 years. But I don't know how far up the pecking list the Rams are. I mean, I my guess is you would hope to be at this point, as long as they've been there and having won a Super Bowl – You'd like to be behind only the Lakers and Dodgers. I don't know if they're Correct. behind USC football. I don't know if they're behind whatever else. Are they behind the probably not behind the Clippers? But you better be third if you're the National the Football Clips. League in Los Angeles. You damn well better be third. Here's the real truth of it: if they were the Raiders, they would be, and they might even be second. Yes, yes. The Raiders were. I mean, that was obviously our youth. The Raiders were a cultural phenomenon. I couldn't – yeah, if it was the Raiders, that, that's what they needed. That was the one team that made sense to come back here. Because even when the Rams were here, when we were when we were growing up with, like, Vince Ferragamo and Jim Everett, like, they were – Dickerson, yeah. They paled in comparison to the Raiders. The Raiders were a cultural movement that was adopted by Southern California and obviously NWA, you go back to, like, you know, early hip-hop. It was all Raiders stuff. Yes. The Raiders would be would be extremely popular here. Yeah. Yeah. They should have sent this. Honest to goodness, you could do it again. Have the Raiders come here. You could have sent the Chargers. Should have gone Chargers to Vegas, to Vegas because it like that's well, such a destination game that you're going to fill that stadium no matter what. Kroenke did not want. He was not going to be having the Raiders playing in his building that he's building being the bigger deal. Of course. Right. By Sorry, the, the Chargers, way, the number of things yeah. that that guy owns. I, I know we've talked about it before, but like he owns the Avalanche. <laughs> Yeah, oh, he owns like, the Avs, the Nuggets, Arsenal, yeah. like, like the the soccer club. Yeah, he's been on he's, quite the uh, quite the run. Yeah, he's crushing it. He also owns like three of the ten biggest ranches in America, like historic ranches. Like I'm talking multi millionaire anchor ranches. There's one in Montana he bought. I want to say it's the Broken O um, that he bought there. So yeah, he's got his he's got his hands in everything. It's just the NFL waited so long to get back to Los Angeles. 
and they're back. Yeah. And they delivered right away. They won a Super Bowl in short order. And what do they have to show for it in that city? That It's such a fickle town. The weather's great. There's a billion things to do. And there's built-in loyalties forever. And there probably were Rams fans who were like 70 when from like the 70s with Jack Youngblood and sure. all of that. But unless you're of a certain age, you don't have any point of reference on great Rams. Mm-mm. You wonder if, though, young kids – Oh, my buddy Jacuzzi Ricky was texting me that young kids who were like, oh, the Rams are here. We're rooting for the Rams. They win a Super Bowl. Those kids are now probably Rams fans. Like our generation, there's nobody our age that would live in L.A. that would have any affiliation with the Rams, I wouldn't think. None. And I do wonder if this – but those kids, would they would that same have been true had the Chargers been coached competently? Because yeah. their star power is every bit. Agreed. They, They've got all the they, star power. Yes. They, they, should, they should be owning the town right now. Yeah. yeah, they are not. No, they should be back in San Diego, quite honestly. This is the way that that thing should have worked out. Which is funny yeah. because at, at the dinner the other night uh, with Chris. Yeah, Chris's son does a lot of work with the, the Padres. Padres. Yeah. And, and he said that city, like, openly misses the Chargers. Yeah. Like yeah, San but they couldn't Diego. get. Super Chargers. They needed, a, they needed somebody down there to buy them. They needed the Spanos family to sell them to somebody sell. down there. Yep. That to would sell them somebody who would then build, build their own stadium. stadium. Build their own stadium. Yeah. Yeah. In in I don't know if you've if you've looked at land in La Jolla lately, it's not exactly cheap. No, I'd imagine not. So it's very difficult to get anything built down there unless you do what Cronky did, which is buy a racetrack and build it there. That's the way it's got to go. Um, all right, we will go uh, around the sports world, around the football world. Some big news out of Indy coming up next. Also. <laughs> Boy, just keeps the intrigue coming with Aaron Rodgers. We'll get to that. He's coming. You're listening to Cleveland Browns Daily on 850 ESPN Cleveland. Cleveland Browns Daily, brought to you by BallyBet, now live in Ohio on 850 ESPN Cleveland. Supplies Plus giving you a chance to win tickets to home games all season long while providing the best deals for your pet at over 75 stores throughout Ohio. Enter to win at clevelandbrowns.com slash Pet Supplies Plus. Receive a coupon to use at your local store with your entry. Pet Supplies Plus is a proud partner of your Cleveland Browns. You see this Jonathan Taylor news this morning. Well, we got it yesterday, but then became official. Thumb surgery. By the way, your boy uh, Ursay is now commenting on the length of injury time. He's saying just a couple of weeks. Well, I, fortunately, I have Zach Moss in a few leagues, but Jonathan Taylor is finally getting going. Had a couple was, tutties yeah. last week. It was looking good, and then gone again. Very sad. That is big news. Um, but Zach Moss, if he's on your waiver wire, anybody who's listening still who's fighting for a playoff spot, he shouldn't be. But I know some people no. dropped him when Taylor kind of was taking more of a big role. This is the time of year on your bench to have people that are one play away from being fantasy relevant. Injuries add up in the National Football League. Lots of times you win – fantasy Super Bowls playing running backs that were not on a roster at the start of the season. That's just the way that it goes. So those are the people, once you get through the bye weeks, and this is the last one where you got six teams off, once you get through this week, trim the fat and only add, if there are running backs that you think are talented and are one play away, that's what you want on your bench. That's good advice out of you right there, yeah. Uh, a Zach Charbonnet could be uh Charbonnet, yes, absolutely. All right, here, Chris Rose, L.A. Fan Power Rankings, one. Lakers by a lot. Okay. Two, Dodgers. 
Yep. Three, USC football when winning. Okay. Four, the Rams. Okay. Five, Clippers. Six, Kings. Seven, Angels and falling if Shohei leaves. Eight, Browns backers. Sixteenth, <laughs> Chargers. Dead last. Dead last. So we had that. We Good job. Thank you, Chris. I believe we had that. That's what it feels like. That's right. Chris and I Rose, think if, if you're the Rams, you that's probably about right. Yeah. That's right. Yeah. And that's right. And just that's behind not... USC football if they're winning. Now, I'm curious. He'll give you a text back on this since, since he's listening. If the Raiders were here, where would they be? Could they climb the Dodgers? I, I mean, they'd be three. Would they be able My to guy... topple the Dodgers? Or would the Dodgers, because of the recent success... My guy Jim A says no way they would ever get ahead of the Dodgers. Raiders, even a Raiders return wouldn't do it. Okay. Yeah. All right. Well, there you go. That's boots on the ground right there. That's what we need. Yeah. yeah. Boots on the ground who was, couldn't be more plugged into the sports scene. I mean, the boots the on the boots. ground. These are the best boots. Yeah. There's no boots you'd rather have. The Jets opened a 21 day practice window for your boy, Aaron Rodgers. <laughs> That's a practice we'll window. We'll see you on December 28th. I just don't I don't understand it. Like they said, the best case scenario for him was that he was, could play in a – it's one thing to run around. It's another thing to be twisted and gra- like and play football. He's not the playing orig- football. Like, come the original on. report was that oh, he yeah, would play in mid-January. It would be if, the best case scenario pl- possible. If he plays, then he did not rupture his Achilles. He did. He had the surgery. I just – Come on. I just don't understand what he would – What's the point? He did He did reiterate yesterday on McAfee. It depends where the Jets are in all of this. Well, they're not going to yeah, be well, anywhere. They're, they're not going to be anywhere. That's right. I, I, I don't know. I feel like they're hanging around. Okay. Gibbe. Are they Gibbe? Gibbe. Why, why – Are they Gibbe? Not, not if they keep starting the Joker they started on Sunday. What's his name? Well, what are you going to do without him? What's your other know. option? I, I feel like you hired Zagura's so, cousin off the bench. Gibe, there are 16 teams in the AFC. They are currently in wild card position number 15, only ahead of the New England Patriots. So they are at four and seven. They've lost. They lose the tiebreakers to current four and seven teams: the Titans and the Chargers. They're behind the Raiders, who are five and seven. They're a game back of the Bengals. The Bills are six and six. The Broncos are six and five. The Texans are six and five, and none of them are in. They're not leapfrogging all of those teams. The Jets' schedule is versus home against the Falcons. Maybe they could win that. Home, gutless, gutless. home Texans at Dolphins. They're going to lose two of the next three, which would put them at five and nine, best case scenario, before the Commanders, us, and the Patriots. Yeah. Three winnables. We're in six games. In their eyes. <laughs> crazy I, I look like this isn't supposed to be happening now and it's happening chris says yeah. raiders two or three probably dodgers two but close closer it would obviously okay be closer and so we have a good great read hoodie. on it then all of yeah, our great experience good. in southern california pales in care in comparison to his but we do have a pretty good handle on on the way that southern california views its sports um the vikings activated wide receiver justin jefferson from injured reserve yesterday he was, for many people, the number one uh, fantasy pick this year and has not played much. He's on my team and hasn't played in a month or so at least, six weeks. I, I mean, it, I'm, I wish this was on – look at this guy. The mighty Cornholio is with us right now. You like that? <laughs> it's cold. <laughs> it's great. 
Oh, got it. Uno. Good job out of Uno. Uno. That's Look right. at Griff, too. Yeah, Griff's up. He's got it rolling. Griff. Pete Griff. Griff. Higher Griff, how did lower. you feel about Griff? How did you feel about yesterday when we got contender pretender for like 30, 25 times? It was awesome. Oh, thumbs down. Thumbs down. Sad. Oh, Griff. yeah. I got, star, I got Griff. text. Griff. He's trying to downplay it, but he loves it. Of course he, he loves, loves it. it. He's becoming a star. It's all yes. anybody wants is to be a star. He's becoming a star. Um, Deservedly so. Shaq Leonard visiting the Cowboys yesterday, visiting the Eagles today. Where would you sign if you were him? <laughs> Both of those are pretty good options, honestly. I mean, I would I would want to go there. I'd ask the 49ers. Do you want me to come tag along? Of those for... two, where would you go? I'd go the Eagles. I think they're the better Dallas team. lifestyle is pretty good, though. Was he interested nice in lifestyle, lifestyle or is he interested in winning I don't know. the Super Bowl? I don't know what makes it tick, but I know no state tax. I know being a Cowboy's got to be pretty good in yeah. Dallas. That's got to work out for everybody. But they can't beat anybody good. We'll I don't know what makes way. him. You don't know what his why is, though, Gibby. We don't know that. On um, Thursday, if they beat the, the Seahawks, that'll be their first win over a team with a winning record. There you go. CBS will not have Nance and Romo do a game this weekend. After What are we doing now we're doing rest. We're doing now we're minutes yeah, now we're managing workload. We're managing the we're minutes doing. of play by play people. Yeah. Why? So I, so I guess in in researching it, they did the Thanksgiving game and they did a Sunday game. So yes, so yes. they did two games. Yes. Now they're off this week. Um, this past weekend, Burkhart and Olson didn't have a game on Sunday after doing the Thanksgiving game. Collinsworth unbeknownst to me, was not on Sunday Night Football. Oh, yeah. It was his Jason son. Garrett. Oh, no, it Jason was known Garrett to me because they said was, he yeah. was taking time with his family. With his Meanwhile, family. Jack Collinsworth was there. Was working. Ya boy. Yes. Ya boy. Well, that's because he sucks. Maybe, maybe Chris doesn't pass. like his own kid. <laughs> I don't need to spend Beyond, Thanksgiving with that kid. Send him on the road. Brand. <laughs> I think that's crazy that, you, that you'd need a, a week what? off. It's only – it's 20 weeks. Okay, Come counting on. the playoffs, it's 23. Yeah. What Jeez. are we doing? Come on, man. That's not <sighs> – minutes restrictions on play-by-play. I'm doing five hours of radio a day here, kids. Every day. Minutes restriction. You have, you have no restrictions. Power through. Let's go. Um, one of the more surreal press conferences, David Tepper had it, uh, had it yesterday. Oh, my God. Um, it's a scene, man. He's been through four coaches down there and obviously feeling the heat. Um, there was a reporter that asked him if he could fire himself, and then he didn't take questions from him. Like, this is a circus. This whole thing is. And it all centers on around the fact that they went Bryce Young over C.J. Stroud at quarterback. Now, to be fair, most people we had on, Z, and you tell me if you remember it differently, most people we had on were steadfast in Young over Stroud by a margin. And pundits? Absolutely. Yes. Draft uh, absolutely. pundits. Yes. I remember – I mean, I remember at the Combine asking people about the quarterbacks, and it was like – it was – Bryce, and then a gap to CJ. Yes. This is why we need to live in the multiverse, and we could have had a scenario where why not played out that Bryce went to Houston and CJ went to Carolina, and you wonder what those things look like right now. I think it's yeah. clear CJ Stroud's very talented. I can tell you I talked with uh, somebody, a, a Panthers player, who did say that Bryce Young is really, former Brown, uh, Bryce Young is really, really talented and a great guy, and they all like him and just felt kind of like, Whatever was going on there on the offense was not putting him in great positions to succeed. Okay. 
Well, hopefully that that is the case. I mean, you get hopefully it all works out. David Tepper's hoping that. Um, this is from uh, this is from yesterday's presser in Carolina. Now it's been reported, and we talked about it. Originally, we were going to go to the number two pick, and, and uh, we thought we would get CJ because we thought the Texans were going to pick Bryce. And listen, we preferred Bryce. He was our number one pick. We had a lot of conviction. Um, but uh, you know, to, in, in answer to your questions, it's just not the way the process was done. The process was done the way the process was done. And again, even though if there was a process with five people in the room and, four, and the way the votes came in, it was Frank was the first choice, I always could veto that choice. And even if it was Bryce and the votes came in unanimously in this particular case, I could have vetoed that choice. In both cases, I supported both choices. Okay? I'm just going to say that I supported both choices. I supported the coaches. I supported the scouts, their unanimous opinion. Um, and I supported uh, Frank Reich. So um, whatever's good, bad, or indifferent is ultimately because the buck stops here, and I take full responsibility for everything. But that's the way the process runs. And just one last thing, and then we'll, we're, we're going to go here. As far as Bryce Young is concerned, I cannot say this you know, for myself, and I think everybody in this building would share this sentiment. We are totally confident in that pick. Okay, I think the people that made that pick first um, you know, would be totally confident in that. Um, you know, some of them you could ask. Okay. Um, and I think the, um, and, and for me, I'm totally confident in agreeing with that pick. I think anytime you can get an owner in front of the press to relitigate draft picks in the middle of the season, you do it. It's always good, right? Yeah, that was, that was (laughs) Like That's we know that you can, we know that you can veto. Yeah, you're the owner. So the bucks whatever you want. Uh, that's right. That's the way it works. You know, sometimes we have these. Um, we have athletes that we say maybe stay off your phone a little bit. That, you know, that's not reality. It feels like that's one for him. Like, don't be reading everything all the time, man. Like, I like both. that he's trying to be give transparency. It just came off odd. Like that didn't you Defensive. don't come out of that. You don't come out of that if you were a fan of the Carolina Panthers feeling better about the situation and the direction that things are, are headed. No, you feel worser. You feel, yes. you feel worser. Yeah, there's no For doubt. For sure. Um, this from the college football world. Big Noon Kick had more viewers in college game day. That's the first time that's happened. Uh, 2.338 to 2.325. One caveat to that, and I don't know. I know this impacted the numbers. I think I but know where you're going. They – pushed kick to 12:15. Correct. So what happened is game day stopped at noon and had um had headgear at noon and that's it. So these ratings they then big noon kick went all the way to 12:15. So they yep. got the first 15 minutes of the Ohio what State Michigan window which did 19 million viewers. Yeah, yeah, yeah. At so noon. It's a little a little jockeying. It's funny because crafty we were... of them. I don't know if that's when I had left. Maybe I, I think I was taking my kids back, and I was like, why hasn't this game started yet? I this kept, is like, why. refreshing on the end. I'm like, Where's, what's going on? Yeah. This is why. So that so that 15-minute window allows for Big Noon to knock off game day because they kept the show an extra 15 minutes, and they held kick until uh, until 12.15. That's why they but, did it. But I'll say this. I, I'm really – the more I watch that Big Noon kick, that pregame show is better than game day. It's not. The only thing that they have that's better – they have one thing better than game day. 
They, I mean, this is all I do, Gibby. They have one thing that they do better than – first of all, they do an hour pregame show versus a three-hour pregame show. So it's apples and avocados. The other thing is the only thing that they have that game day lacks is urban. Like everybody else on the Big Noon show, yeah. what are they – no one's out there writing down what Matt Leinart has to say, but they have urban. And ESPN blew that. They had a chance to hire urban. He was there previously. Yep. They should have. Um, he is – amazing at analysis he's amazing at television he breaks it down in a way he he's cuts excellent. to the he's awesome he's as good at tv as he was at coaching college football and he was one of the best to ever do that so that's their one advantage they have and then they're only previewing one game they're previewing their one game game day's doing the whole day in college football for three hours it's just yep. a totally different objective uh what the I've, two are doing what they do is only going to work the way that it did when you have that game and as you've pointed out, that game is going to be of less consequence going forward with the changes to the the playoff. For sure, yeah, yeah. I don't know. I, I now the I think ESPN needs to tweak some of what they do now. Bringing McAfee was a great addition. I, I love McAfee on that show. I, I just, you know, do they need to split it up? Do they need do they need a crew that does like the first hour and then the A team coming in for the final two? It's a yeah. long day. It is, and they move. You know, they move people in and out. They do reporting. It's just a much. It's a totally different show. Like they're doing five minute feature pieces. That's not something Big Noon does. It's just a totally different thing. I do think it's wild that uh, how what has happened in college football. That like, if you think about this, like Alabama Auburn did just about ten million viewers on CBS at three thirty. That is a game between two schools in the state of Alabama. um, One of which is no good this year, and even Bama's not what they normally are. And, and somehow did 10 million and they're doing so while competing with everybody else in the window. Like, can you imagine if Ohio state Michigan was on like Sunday night football is unopposed, it would have done 30 million. I mean, it's competing with everybody else's rivalry game at noon. Yeah. So unopposed you'd get NFL numbers out of Ohio state, Michigan. Oh yeah. It's still so crazy to me that that game is at noon. I know it's, Always has been. Although, wasn't it not at noon, though, when it was one versus two? That's it. It was 3.30. Yeah, because I remember I was going to a wedding, and I watched it while I was getting ready. Yeah, the 3.30, it was three. They did it the one time at 3.30 for the the 100th meeting. The fact that this game has never been played under the lights, like, is wild. Well, when I first got to Columbus in 07, they didn't have lights at the shoe. They had to bring in remote lights. Yep. Wow. Yeah. So... All right, be, out, be sure to check out the Browns' social media channels, especially while we're on the road to play the Browns' digital scratch-off game for your chance to win club seats and other great prizes presented by the Ohio Lottery, the official lottery of your Cleveland Browns. Andrew Siciliano will join us here in the second hour of the program. We will do Guess the Spread as well. We may do that to, next. There you go. The you listen to Cleveland Browns Daily on 850 ESPN Cleveland. Cleveland Browns Daily, brought to you by BallyBet, now live in Ohio on 850 ESPN Cleveland. All right, welcome back into Cleveland Browns Daily. 
850 ESPN Cleveland on a first Friday. Cleveland Browns Daily broadcasting live from Buffalo Wild Wings in Brooklyn next Tuesday. You'll be able to see Z there. That's December 5th from 1 to 3. Special guest Kevin Mack will sign autographs from 2 to 3. Visit I think they're going to see Browns you there. I believe page. that there'll be a bishop signing at that one. More. Yeah. Uh, we'll see. We'll see. We'll see. Um, <laughs> when, are you guys, when are you departing there, Gibbe? Uh, I have to leave practice? in uh, – about 20 minutes. We do have an SUV for our department. Oh, well, see? There's a little rental for you, and you're probably commandeering that most most times, are you not? Uh, we haven't. I haven't <laughs> seen it yet. No? Yeah. No. Z will be on a bus at 1240. See. Or 340. I've never seen Like, you just seem – you're not pleased. Like, you're in paradise. It's a, it's a zip code everyone would want to be in. You were woke, awakened early. This is not the joy I want to see out of you. Sometimes they call it the music of angels waking you up. <laughs> Oh, gosh. (laughs) Pretty good. Pretty good. All right, let's do it. I I feel very fortunate. I love being in my house. I love being with my family. (laughs) Yeah. It's good. I'd prefer that even with some snow. It's really nice. Yeah. All right. Well, uh, here you go, kids. Uh, You ready for a little uh, guess the spread, my friend? And if somebody went on my front yard and was doing that, they would be gone. I would have them off of my front yard. I do think that. I would have the the cops, the the Bentleyville PD. I'll tell you what the the one thing that was that you said in that that I th- I think gets gets slept on a little little bit is the both the accuracy and the effectiveness of the blowgun. I real I mean it just feels like everybody should have it. Just take yep. down one. Yeah, yeah. That's that's Send really where it's at. That's really where it's at. You know, there's a We're lot just, of <laughs> just a trank. We're not trying to harm anybody. Yeah, just trank just, them. Just a little nap. Just a little. Yeah, trank them up a little bit. That's yeah, all you this need. Is not going to stamp right. Yeah, no, I think that's it. Get them a little trank, and they end up like Stifler in uh, old school. Exactly. Gets hurt. <laughs> Nobody. Nobody. You shot it. yourself in the neck. That's amazing. <laughs> I guess it was Farrell who did it, wasn't it? Stifler. Yeah, well, was so it. yeah. And Stifler and lost he his mind. Up, and he ends up in the pool. Yeah, that happens. All right, Thursday night football. This is a decent one on Thursday night. It is the Seahawks at Dallas to take on the Cowboys. Seahawks it kicks at, at 515 Dallas. here, which is great. Yeah, which is awesome. Yeah, West yeah. Coast time rocks in that sense. Dallas minus seven and a half. Incorrect. Dallas oh, minus boy. nine. Nine? The, the early wake up today is going to screw this up. Uh, Although you're one to one. You already got I'm the 49er one. game. We got the 49er game. I need to get oh, yeah, to the ma- right. magic number is seven. And we're what? Am I seven, four, eight, and three? Yeah, you're winning. You're dominating. Yeah. Um, all right, we're on to Sunday now, the 1 o'clock window Eastern, the 10 a.m. window for you in uh, Southern California. The Indianapolis Colts at the Tennessee Titans. Colts at Not Titans. Not a bad game. Colts at Titans. Colts yes. at Titans. Colts are going to be favored in my mind. But I Tennessee still gets weird Vegas support. Colts 6-5, and five, Titans 4-7 and seven on the Levis foosball played well. season. Levis yeah. played well uh, Colts minus two. Were we within? Yeah, no, incorrect. 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 Yeah, yeah. Incorrect. What is it? Minus one. What? Minus one. Minus one. You you deviated from your usual from your usual usual plan pattern. There. Yeah, the two is yeah. what got you. One and a half is the, your sweet spot on that. Yeah, I, um, and I was I was gonna go one and a half. This is what happens when you have protesters. So I thought maybe it could be two and a half. 
they're going to protest this. Protesters result. at yeah. seven a.m. Right. and all of a One sudden you're two. off your you're off your uh, your, your equilibrium. <laughs> Listen, I still got to get. Uh, come on. All right, here you go. Literally Chargers pacing around the hotel room. Chargers at Patriots. Chargers at Patriots. Gutless. I'm going to call the Chargers gutless now. Four well, and they're, seven. They're they're buffoons too. Yeah. Are they? Is there anybody out there like how have they not fired this guy? I don't even. Or think nobody even, even covers them. I don't Do think they, they have, even beat have sports talk rate? I don't think so. Do they have money to even like buy the guy, like to pay that guy, and if they bring in Belichick? Yes, they have an NFL I don't team know that gets they... three hundred million off the top, so they one hundred percent do. Yes, right. they do, and he's been there a long time. He can't have that many years left on his contract. No, uh, I'm going to go Chargers at New England. Yep. Yes. Chargers. They still get favorable spreads, even though they're not good. Chargers minus six and a half. Got it. Chargers okay. minus six. Chargers minus six. Good thing I didn't say seven. I was thinking seven, but I was like, I don't know. It's not good. I said to myself, it's not going to be seven and a half. Yeah. So that's why. Okay, good. All right. Two and two. All right. All right. You're, uh, you're even, Steven. We are headed to New Orleans now for Detroit, coming off a home loss on Thanksgiving at the Saints. I feel like this is a total trap game for the Lions. They just lost, <sighs> though, didn't they? Yeah, yeah they did. But they like... just lost to Green Bay. So you can't have a trap game after a loss. Yeah, you can. Handle your I business. You can. I don't think you can. I don't think you can have a trap I, game after a loss. I don't know. The Frisky Saints. I'm surprised they haven't unlocked Jamison Williams more. Me too. It's Lions. odd. Really it's strange. Odd. You, what's your person who was right on the money about Laporta say about it? I don't – it's funny. I haven't asked him about that. I, I need to. Um the yeah, one thing I do is. remember about Jamison at Ohio State, and I'm wondering if it's the case here, is he wasn't a great practice player. Yeah. Like, that's that's kind of why he ended up kind of being passed by Wilson and Olave at Ohio State, even though he was sure. in their class. And then at sure. Alabama, they had to play him. Like, they didn't have to hold him behind anybody because they didn't have that type of receiver talent. So, I don't know. Maybe he's not practicing well up there. Maybe that's it. I could see Dan Campbell not liking that. Yeah. Um. All right. Lions at Saints. Yep. I don't think the the Saints are too good for that to be seven, I think. Uh, Lions minus five and a half. Lions minus four. What? <laughs> when you said seven, four. I was like, whoa, you're way off. <laughs> Sheesh. <laughs> We're going to Two, Jersey. Three. It looks like it's going to rain here. Yeah. Well, I we believe have, we have blue we, skies and cold. I but believe it's, uh, we were in a meeting two months ago and they're like it doesn't rain here they don't have an indoor facility it's okay it doesn't rain and i was like are we sure better make are we sure, sure about it rains everywhere rains yeah that's true it does uh, at some point all right so here you go you've got uh this is atlanta at the jets where aaron Rodgers has been cleared to practice atlanta atlanta minus three nailed it exactly all right that's we are going to the game. steel city now steel okay. city the 2-10 Cardinals, 0-6 away at Pittsburgh. Come on, Kyler. Help us Kenny out. Kenny Pickett with a robust six touchdowns to four interceptions season so far. Uh, Steelers minus three and a half. Steelers minus five and a half. What? Yeah. They don't score more than 20 points in a game. No, no. All right, we're staying at one o'clock. Right, where are now am I at in, now? Three and uh, you are three and four. We are okay. in Landover, Maryland. Okay, Miami at eight and three at Commies at four and eight. Gross. Miami, Miami minus at Commies. Miami minus 
Nine and a half. Exactly got it. There we go. Nailed it. Good job out of you. All right. Uh, our last 1 o'clock game takes us to Houston. Yeah, these are all 1 o'clocks? Yeah. Yeah. NRG Stadium. It is Denver at Houston. 6-5, six and 6-5. Six and five. This might be the best one. game of the 1 o'clock window. I think it yeah, is. I think it is. Uh, so that feels to me like – that feels like a standard uh, Houston minus three. Got it. Houston minus three and a half. Okay. Game over 500. All right. Five All right. Four. Now I feel like they're getting too much. Window. I feel like they're, they're getting too much respect on that. They're Denver, at home. Denver yeah, or Houston? Houston. I think Houston's legit. I think Denver might be the hottest team in the NFL right now. How many teams? How many? Well, they are. How many teams? How many quarterbacks in the league? Are better statistically than Stroud. He's thirty-two, sixty-six, nineteen touchdowns, five picks. Jeez. Like who's who's? It's better that he's better than Mahomes. He's better than Herbert. I mean, I mean, he's been sensational. Dak, he's there with Dak. Dak's better. Dak's three thousand yards, twenty-three touchdowns, six picks. But yeah, it's Dak's in the vicinity. Yeah, I mean, he's he's been unbelievable. All right, we're in the four o'clock window now. Yep. Carolina at Tampa Bay. Carolina Gross. at Tampa Bay. Uh, Tampa Bay, it's going to be more than three because Carolina is so bad. Tampa Bay is not good enough, though, for it to be seven, in my opinion. I'll split the difference. Tampa Bay minus five. Exactly right. Oh, God. <laughs> exactly right. <laughs> All right. Baker having like a – he's having a Baker season, like 64%. 25-88, 17 touchdowns, 7 picks uh, for him there. Um, all right, uh, our game, Browns at just Ramit. Browns at Ramit. Uh, Rams minus f- four. Got it. Got it? Yep. Ooh. Rams minus three and a half. Okay. That's it. That's seven and five. Yeah, you're right? seven and four. Seven and four. Man, yeah. came back so strong. It. Yeah, no, right. wait. Now it's just it, about burying oh, yeah. it. Now you got to bury it. Yeah, um, I forgot about the – you already have the 49ers. Niners right. at Eagles we've done. Yep. That line stayed three. Niners minus three, yep. I'll give you a bonus point if you can be within two points on the over-under. The total? Yeah. I like that. 48. You, you win. It's 46 and a half. So you're there. I so, think over on that, by the way. Yeah, it feels like it. Feels like it. Feels like every game Philly plays is 34 to 31. Yeah. All right. Sunday night football. Oh, hold on. Ch- real quick. Can we yeah. can we talk? Like, the Eagles are the best team in the NFL right now. Oh. I don't think so. I think the Niners I don't are. think they are. Why? Why is that? Because three weeks ago, the 49ers were not. No, but they, uh, they, they acquired Chase Young, and they're they healthy. Had a lull. Yeah, they're, they're really good. By the way, we didn't. Ma- here's another reason why. Brock Purdy is leading the league. He's completing 70.2% of his passes. That's number one. He's got 19 touchdowns, six picks. He's got the number one rating, 112.3, and he's leading the league at 9.4 yards per attempt. So Brock Purdy's the guy who's on the C.J. Stroud trajectory. He's the, he's the guy, yeah. I, do, they, do they, like, just do the right thing and get him a contract? After two years, I mean, there's no – I don't even know if you can. Yeah, probably not. But, like, he still can't afford 
to like live in the Bay Area without a roommate. They should get. He's get. He's gonna get. Remember DPJ. At the end of the year, you get performance bonuses. Oh, that's right. Yeah, and he's got to so be like, getting some like endorsement DPJ stuff. Got like eight hundred grand. I want to okay. say. And he's got to be getting ago. endorsement stuff in the Bay Area. I would think. Yes. Brock Purdy. Yeah, he's got to be getting some stuff yeah. done. Um, all right, Sunday Night Football. It is the Chiefs and the Packers on Sunday Night Football at Lambeau. Where? Where? At Lambeau. 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 Cold. I like this Packers team. I, I, I do the I, last I, month. Now, now you're back. I like them. I said it before they put the when I when before we played before Pittsburgh, they played Detroit. I we watched both that game. To handle. Yeah, we, yeah, yeah. We nailed that one. Uh, in Lambo. Yep. Chiefs minus. Six and a half. Great job out of you. Six. It's six. Ooh. One thing about the Chiefs, um, last week they finally like gave it to Pacheco. He had the most yep. touches by far. That's the key. He's the one guy you can trust other than Kelsey. Yeah. Is Pacheco. Like live with him. Don't worry about the rest of those fools out there on the perimeter. Um, all right, Monday night football. Bengals at Jaguars. Bang boy, this would have been a fun one with Burrow. Jags minus 10. Mm-mm. Missed this one. Jacksonville minus 8. Uh, By the way, total sidebar on this. That's a tough number. Next week, we go back to a Monday night football doubleheader. Who do they got? Awful. Uh, Packers at Giants. Oh, my God. And Titans at Dolphins. And they both start at the same time. There's no staggered time change. Oh, oh they're doing God. that again? Why? Yeah. I don't know why they're both going because one went like it was a half hour difference. Not the case on this one. Yeah. Why would you cons- Why would you compete against it. yourself if you're the mouse? I don't. Really I guess have total parents. viewers, but like, aren't the people who are going to watch the other game would just watch the other one if it wasn't an option? I mean, they're smarter than me. They they must have a reason for it. Um, all right, good job, buddy. I don't know say. what that reason is. Hard for me to understand. Felt it. good about that. That was good. Yeah. Weird up some some most of them were pretty much I was pretty close. There were only a couple that I was off by a few points. Pretty an interesting week, I think, coming up. Well, the yeah, the I mean I think the the ones that you're not doing better than Eagles and Niners. No, that's the best. That's that's the game there. Yeah. Is that one. Um the the one o'clock window, it's not much. It's Broncos Texans. So this will be the second week in a row that the Texans have had to carry the 1 o'clock window. They delivered last week, albeit in a loss, to Jacksonville. But there's the rest of this 1 o'clock window is nothing. There's a Agreed. lot of bad ball in the 1 o'clock window. How do we still not know, Gibbe, what's happening December 16th? I, I thought it I had thought to be that, done three weeks out. I, I thought that would have come yesterday. I don't know why that didn't come. What do you, what's, the, what's, going, what's on the table on the 16th? We're either playing on Saturday or we're playing Sunday. They're keeping the, three games on sat- that Saturday. It's the NFL Network annual week before Christmas triple header. So Chris Rose has got to know, doesn't he? Or Siciliano, no. they got to know what's going on. My guess is that Broncos, Lions, and Steelers, Colts will are locks to stay on Saturday, right? So Broncos, it's us Lions. against the Bears. The other choices are us and the Bears, yep. Falcons, Falcons and Panthers, Panthers, or Vikings, Bengals. Gross. Well, if they want the the most attractive game, it's going to be us and the Bears. Well, yes. and there's a reason why we've played on Saturday the last five years. Because we draw. Yeah. We we yeah. rate very well for the NFL Network. Yeah. So I'm sure that you're going to – Is it, would you guys prefer a Saturday? I actually would. 
Yeah, I would too. I, I the Saturday, yeah, like availability that week, like. We're done with availability we on would be Thursday. The, we would be the one o'clock. I would think we're the early window. Yeah. Perfect. I mean, you guys would have better. like a and real. You'd have like you'd have like a real Saturday night, and then a Sunday, Sunday off. fun day. Yeah, that'll be Saturday, Saturday night to celebrate. El Boots. Yeah, yeah the, there's no Turns question. 14 the, on the 18th. 14. He's 14 on the 18th. Yeah. Great boots. Living yeah. your best Jeez. life, kid. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. That's it. So that's. I think that's a good chance. And then what? What is there anything that could happen to us on this week on week sixteen? Like, is that all up in the air too, or is that locked I guess in? We, we could no. Week sixteen is us and the Texans. That's locked. That's in locked. To Sunday, unfortunately, that's New Year's or Christmas Eve. Yeah. Okay. And they have the full Christmas slate on Monday too. Yeah. Is the way that's going to go. By the way, in, in- Chris Rose just texted me. I still don't know what which games we're getting. <laughs> He's doing the first game. He's doing the first. Well, I think it's going to be a home game for him, so in a way, that'd be great. Because that's at our place. Yeah, yeah. I mean, that seems like how that'll go. Um. All right, and then you're. Oh boy, I forgot we got the Thursday nighter on the 28th. I know that's not moving now. The NFL had to flex that out four weeks four weeks out. Wow. We're we're locked in, kids. I hate this. The return of Rogers. I hate this season going, you know, the regular season still being played on January 7th. We need to move Agreed. the NFL back a week. Agreed. You need the NFL needs to start Labor Day. College football is going to move back a week in the next couple no, of years. No, I like having my Labor Day off. Well. That's nice, especially after it like is. a full month of August. It and is. it's a yeah. full month. Yeah. Agreed. Yeah, that's true. All right. Uh, Andrew Siciliano is going to join us coming up next. You're listening to Cleveland Browns Daily on 850 ESPN Cleveland. Hey guys, LeVar Arrington here to tell you the national sales event is on at your Toyota dealer. Making now the perfect time to get a great deal on a dependable new Toyota truck. Like a rugged half-ton Tundra. Workhorse by nature, powerhouse by design. The Tundra combines raw capability with premium comfort and advanced tech to fuel your wildest adventures. And with the available iForce Max Hybrid Power, powertrain you can take electrifying horsepower farther than ever before or check out the fully redesigned tacoma delivering trail dominating power and captivating style the new tacoma was born to make your off-roading dreams come true and with new available tech this legendary truck is getting even better and when you buy a toyota truck you buy toyota dependability meaning your truck will hold its value long into the future so visit your local toyota dealer and check out amazing national sales event deals when you visit buyatoyota.com toyota let's go places cleveland browns daily brought to you by bally bet now live in ohio on 850 espn cleveland browns fans get into the cleveland browns stadium quicker on game day with express access presented by verizon enroll for free today to enter through exclusive lanes at each gate Go to the Tickets tab of the Browns mobile app to learn more. We head out on the Twisted Tea Hotline. Great friend of the program, one of Z's partners this year, NFL Network host Andrew Siciliano joining the program now. Hey, bud, we were having the conversation. The boys are uh, are out in your neck of the woods all week long and having the conversation of the NFL team's pecking order in the greater Los Angeles area. How Where would you put the Rams and then the Chargers slotting in in terms of their importance in Southern California? 
Um, I am biased, guys. Hi, because yeah. I work for the Rams. for the Rams. Right. <laughs> yes. Preseason voice. I will say it is clearly the Rams. Yes. Um, I actually do do think that, um, to be to be quite honest with you, I think the Chargers are clearly the second team here. Um, you could argue that there are as many holdover Raider fans from their days in the 80s and just California Raider fans in general yep. than there are Charger fans in this town. Um, the Chargers, to their credit, um, have an exciting young quarterback. They've done a great job marketing, um, and uh, they're certainly on the up and up. But, you know, the, the Rams have gone to two Super Bowls since they've come back here. They've won a Super Bowl. Um, they, they, in my eyes, have more fans. You know, the Chargers thing is interesting in that, you know, we didn't have a team here for 20 years. You know, Rams packed up, left, you know, went Coliseum, then Anaheim, and then St. Louis in 95. Um, and, and then the Raiders went back to the Bay Area. We didn't have a team here for like 20 years. And the Chargers had a golden opportunity because of the NFL's archaic 75-mile radius TV rules and all that. They, they kind of controlled CBS 2 LA with blackout rules and without going too much into the geography of Southern California. Um, the, the Chargers were kind of treated as the home team on CBS 2 Los Angeles here, even though they're not that close. It's, it's a two-hour drive on a good day. Um, and they didn't really win over L.A. There was a year in which they moved up to Carson, which is 80% of the way up to L.A. to, to do training camp, and not a lot of people came. They tried hard, but um, when we had no team here, that's when fantasy football blew up. That's when Sunday yeah. ticket blew up. And um, no one felt the need to latch onto the Chargers um, other than people that moved from San Diego that lived up here. Those are really their only fans. How about in the in the greater sports lexicon? Throw the Dodgers and the Lakers and everything else in it. Where where do they stand there now? I mean, Dodgers and Lakers are clearly one and two. Um, it depends on on who you're talking to, and it depends on on the time of the year. Those are the top two. Period. Full stop. End of conversation. That's yeah. it. Um, the Kings have won Stanley Cups. They're a big deal. Um, a lot of the Kings live um, in the beach communities where I live, so they're a little bit of a bigger deal here, but they certainly get great crowds. Um, the Clippers are the Clippers. Um, they have their fan base. Uh, the Angels are the Angels. It's an Orange County thing. Um, you know, I, I'll say this about Southern California. It is a massive region, and we mm-hmm. go to a lot of games, period. Like, I mean, we put 9 to 10 million, more than 10 million, between the three baseball teams, including San Diego and the seats, every summer. Wow. Um, then the football, then, you know, we have two major college football teams that play 10 miles apart from each other, not even seven miles apart from each other. Well, 10, um, at the Coliseum of the Rose Bowl every Saturday. So, I mean, there's, there's a lot here. Yeah. I mean, those are big 10 powers, Andrew, UCLA. Yeah. Now they're big Big 10 10 powers. powers. Yes. I mean, can't wait for like Rutgers, which still doesn't feel right in the big 10, to, to play a women's basketball game at Pauley Pavilion yeah. on a Tuesday and then take a red eye back home to Newark and, <laughs> and then have those kids in class bright and early the next morning. So, I'll tell you what, Newark, at least it's a good airport, brother. At least it's an easy oh, airport. Oh, it's a great airport. I mean, yeah, you imagine, especially... you imagine Iowa City? No, that, I, I, I cannot. I mean, no. especially for yours truly, really the United Devotee. Yes, Newark is a good airport for everyone else. It's all. Andrew, so do we have to go with a uh, like a, a split jersey situation on on Sunday for you? Um, <laughs> funny half you ask. Rams, no, I'm not going to do that. No, uh, okay. my 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 folks are coming out. My dad's from Cleveland, as everyone no, 
knows or may not know or couldn't care less, but my dad's a Cleveland guy, and hence I'm a Browns fan, as you guys do know. Yeah, of course. And uh, my parents are coming out. Awesome. <laughs> my parents are coming out. Um, so they're going to be at the game. They're they're coming out on Friday, and uh, I because because I, I I work for the Rams, and and they're kind of like family. They uh, my parents will be sitting with some Rams people, um, like but this. that's only because those are the best seats I could get them through them. So there, that's you know there I told them they they have to be respectful and they can't make too much noise. Consider their hosts. You know, but my hosts understand, so they'll, they'll be okay. My dad shouldn't hopefully pick any fights. That's fantastic. So when my dad came to Cleveland for the NBA Finals, the year that the Warriors did beat the Cavs, I told him that he could not wear his Warriors shirt there, so he wore it <laughs> under a Cavs shirt. And when they won, Mo Spates was looking up in our direction. My dad lifted oh, up his Spates. Cavs shirt, and he had a Warriors shirt. Oh, my amazing. God. And he, he pointed at my dad, and then he was the happiest guy. Uh, oh, my God. That's, that's, that's <laughs> what amazing. What a heel turn. The, um, well, your, your dad, I'm sure you told the story, Nathan. If I'm talking out of school, I apologize. Your dad was out you there. Yeah, when the Browns beat the Niners, oh, yep. obviously, and you or I were, were on the call, and, and I know dad was conflicted in the stands on that one. <laughs> Yeah, he was not conflicted. He was actually. not, in fact. We put him on trial, Andrew. <laughs> he was very little conflict for my father yeah, there. Yeah, the, no, seriously, the, 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 the people at the Rams are, are some of my best friends. So my, my dad's good. My parents are going to be sitting in a suite with a bunch of Rams people, and they know awesome. that, uh, that, that uh, to be respectful, but at the same time, they, they also love my parents and so everyone's cool yeah. they're all friends everyone's friends this week that's the big one there you go. That, that is the big one all right about the game uh, taking a, a little bit of a serious look at it we still don't know yet the state and we'll hear from Kevin Stefanski around three thirty eastern of what's going to happen and maybe at the quarterback position hopefully we'll get some clarity but on the other side the Rams coming off of a very impressive win Matt Stafford clearly still has it it's weird though four of their five wins in division outside of the division they have not been very good what do you make of this team because it's one that we weren't sure if they were going to kind of throw in the towel at some point but now it kind of feels like they're a little frisky what do you make of this Rams team I would say that without the Matthew Stafford injury which clearly cost them the game at Green Bay Brett Ripon was was not the not the thing hence the Carson Wentz signing a week later and by the way brief aside can you imagine uh the market Carson Wentz might have had if he had waited a week Oh gosh! Because within a, within a week, Burrow and Deshaun are both hurt. I'm not saying that the Browns nor the Bengals wanted him, but you never know. It, it certainly would have made the market more interesting. Anyway, For sure. I digress. With Matthew Stafford or even Carson Wentz, they would have beaten Green Bay. I'm pretty convinced of it. And, and this would be a six and five team, but not a five and six team. Um, they are exceeding expectations outside of their building, inside their building. Um, they thought this was going to be a good team that they could keep Matthew upright and healthy. And they rebuilt the offensive line um, in the offseason. They got away from a lot of the outside zone, went to more of a gap scheme, a power running scheme. They um, have two new guards and Steve Avila, the second round pick, who's, who's awesome from TCU and with Kevin Dotson, the former Steeler at right guard. Um, they are a heavier, more physical, middle run football team these days. And Matthew is still a magician. I mean, yep. he, he still can put the ball in places that most quarterbacks cannot. Everyone's going nuts about that, that throw Brock Purdy made into quadruple coverage late in the game against the Seahawks on Thanksgiving night. I think General Lofsky did a three-minute video in which he's salivating over the screen earlier this morning. <laughs> it was an amazing throw. Matthew does that almost every week, a throw like that. So yeah. he has uh, a ridiculous arm arrogance, and right now they are playing 
I like it. Andrew, Army when arrogance. did I, I like that's that. great? Uh, when did you? Was it in camp? Was there a moment when you kind of realized that they had something with Kyron Williams? Um, it was really last year um, in camp. Although he didn't do a lot in camp, and it was not. How do I phrase this? It was not anything he really did on the field because the guys had trouble staying healthy. All throughout last year's training camp, um, Sean was adamant that Kyron Williams was going to be the guy, but he got hurt. And then he had to stick with Daryl Henderson and why am I drawing a blank? Cam Akers. Cam Akers, yep. um, And uh, Kyron was supposed to be the guy, and then he got hurt again at the end of camp after he came back and got healthy, and he never was the guy. And then this year, um, you know, they started with Cam, and then they traded Cam, and then finally Kyron's healthy. Um, Sean has wanted Kyron Williams to be the guy for two years, and the guy we saw with 200 yards from scrimmage is yeah. is Kyron. Um, he is the guy. Um, I don't know if he's going to be that guy every week, but Sean has been waiting for that moment that finally came last week. Yeah, he was rather impressive. I think 209 total yards, the two touchdowns. Puka Nakua's uh, probably going to go over 1,000 yards, uh, potentially even in this game, although he's cooled off recently. My question for you is about Cooper Cup, though. It just feels like even watching him, he's not quite all the way back, even though he's back. Is that fair? Is that your sense of it as well? Um, I think it's fair. I think the first couple of games when he came back, um, he was himself. Then he tweaked that ankle again two weeks ago, and he hasn't truly been the same. You know, the thing here, guys, is not is Cooper Cup back, not to shoot down the question, but yep. is is the offense in a funk when both he and Puka are on the field at the same time? I know that sounds odd. You would want more weapons, not fewer weapons, to be a better team. But that's the conversation people have here right now. Well, wait a minute. Is Matthew forcing the ball to Cooper? Is the offense out of rhythm because they're both on the field? Because without Cooper Cup there for a month or six weeks, whatever it was, Puka Nakua came on. And Puka Nakua became the guy. And, you know, the guy that was getting 175 a day. Yeah. So that's the goal for this team is to get back to to the rhythm and get back to their, their best selves when they are both on the field. First world problem. Yeah, for sure. So, and, and I don't watch them every, every week the way that you did. The, the redundancy in the two of them and that they, they both are in the places, they both want to be in the same spot or they both fit Stafford's eye or do you think it's a matter of forcing it to one or the other? What What is the reason for that conversation? I, it's it might be forcing it to one or the other. There is there is a bit of redundancy, but but not really. I mean, it, it, Puka Nakua is kind of playing the Robert Woods role in I this offense, a guy that's going to go in motion a lot and and you know dig out linebackers in, in the run game. Um, yeah. The Rams are, are running a lot of stuff this year that they haven't run in years past. It used to be you send that guy in motion and and you help set the edge, right? You take out a backer now. Puka's coming in motion, and and he's he's blocking in the a gap, right? I mean he's yeah. they're running duo with Puka Nakua as the extra blocker in motion. Um, they're doing really creative stuff, and um, he's invaluable. As for the pass game, you'd have to ask Matthew that one, but I tell you, Stafford's moving around well. Again, the whole thing is protecting him if they can protect him. This offense is going to click. Yeah, that's that's kind of the thing on the other side. What's what do you what's this defense? It's four guys with four or more sacks. Obviously Aaron Donald is the one that the straw that stirs the drink, first ballot Hall of Famer. Uh 
how do you how do you make sense of them? They're not really taking the ball away, which for the Browns is good because the Browns unfortunately have given the ball away too much. But what's the what's kind of the scouting report on this defense? So obviously it, it all starts and ends with Aaron, who is going to get up yep. field, um, is going to get after the quarterback, um, is going to be disruptive in the run game. It's the pieces around him that are now starting to play some of their better football. Kobe Turner, third round pick out of Wake, had a couple of sacks last week. That was kind of his breakout game. He was the star of camp early. And then he kind of got quiet, and now he's coming around. Byron Young is, I would say, one of the defensive rookies throughout the league that, that he's not getting the attention he deserves. It's not yeah. maybe the sack numbers. It's the pressure numbers. Look at those. And a couple of PFLs as well. Byron Young, zero, uh, number zero, um, yep. is the guy that I would watch. They are young at corner. Um, that is an issue. Um, and they can be exploited at times. Um, I mean, the Akello Witherspoon is their most experienced corner, the former Steeler, the journeyman who was going to go to medical school before the Rams called him last year. He was yeah. kind of sort of done with football. And I think they're vulnerable at safety as well. Quentin Lake, who's been more of a dime backer, is a big question mark this week. JJ3, obviously old friend of the Browns, is sure. back there. It took him a while, I think, to get into shape. He wasn't necessarily in football shape when he came in late in camp. Um, the secondary, you can make plays on the secondary. I think the question is who's going to be throwing the football to make those plays. All right. Well, let's ask you if, how do you kind of see this scenario? It feels, you know, DTR going in the protocol on Sunday makes it seem like that would be unlikely. So is this in your mind, is this, is it Flacco time? I'll ask you, is it Flacco or do you <laughs> go with PJ Walker? I, I'd, I'd rather kind of sort of go with Flacco and I think you have see to, right? what happens. And I say that with all due respect and with many thanks and a lot of gratitude for PJ Walker and what he did in October, you know, that's right. He gave us some great moments in uh, uh, Niners and Indianapolis. Yeah. Listen, I, I, I love PJ Walker. <laughs> the story of this season cannot be written without PJ. Without Walker. him. 100%. I'm kind of curious. I'm kind of curious what Joe Flacco brings you. All the while realize, realizing he's 38 and was on a couch in Philly two weeks ago. Here's, Andrew, here's the crazy thing, go too, ahead, go is ahead. if he does start, if Joe Flacco starts, and this is my 11th season, so we've been here for uh, quite some time, seen a lot of things, as you well know, Andrew. This would be the first year, I, I'm, I'm guessing it might be ever, but I'll, I'll look into that. I, it's the first time in 11 years, though, that we would start – four different quarterbacks. We've had four more play. The one year Charlie Whitehurst right. played a few yeah, snaps in relief, but we've, yep. we have not had four different starting quarterbacks. Listen, I, I, I keep saying that the team that makes it to Vegas is the team with the healthy quarterback. But when yep. I say that, I realize that I'm, I'm cutting the Browns out of it. The Browns still very much have a shot. And I keep saying, why can't they get there with Joe Flacco why, or or DTR, and yeah, there's a lot of crossing your fingers and saying your prayers here. I'm not saying that DTR is going to morph into Brock Purdy, but the Brock Purdy story from last year should give any team, and you know what, that even includes Gardner Minshew's Indianapolis Colts, and I mean that, hope that they can go on a run. The Browns are a better team than the Colts, period. They have a far better chance than the Colts, Yep. period. So why can't they with one of those two quarterbacks? Um, it would be an amazing story. I still think they can do it, but you can't overlook this Rams team, and I'm not just being a homer. 
Um, they are oh. a decent team. They they are a good team, and they they wanted to play meaningful games in December. That's kind of been you know the the organizational mantra. They won't say that out loud because that would suggest that they don't have high expectations overall. But that's kind of been the internal conversation. They have it now. They they have a meaningful game here in December. The Vikings lost on Monday night. They're six and six. So. Um, you know, this one means a lot for both teams. Absolutely yes. does. Great talking to you, my friend. Thanks for your time. Yeah. As always, guys. Nathan, thanks for calling, buddy. Let's go, baby. <laughs> Let's go. <laughs> Andrew Siciliano right. right there, the Twisted Tea Hotline. Congratulations to our 2023 Browns Fan of the Year, Kathy Herb. Kathy was a retired elementary school PE teacher, surprised her with a tour of the practice facility where she met Petonio and Joe Thomas, the great Hoff. We're excited to send Kathy to the Super Bowl. She represents the Browns for a chance to be named the NFL's ultimate fan of the year. Head to clevelandbrowns.com slash fan of the year 2024 to learn more. So much more to come. You listen to Cleveland Browns Daily on 850 ESPN Cleveland. Cleveland Browns Daily, brought to you by BallyBet, now live in Ohio on 850 ESPN Cleveland. All right, join Ken and Z and Gerard and Jerome Ford tonight. The Browns preview show, 7 to 8 Eastern, all along the University Hospital's Cleveland Browns radio network. The question is, will you be done with practice by then? Yeah, so it looks like practice is going to be around 140 to, I think, around 3-ish. And then we'll be so on 440 the... 440 uh, to 6. Mm-hmm. And then we'll be on that. I guess Gibbe's roped me into doing the preview show and the coaches' show. Well, week. I mean, they, you here. know. Why not? Knock it out. Knock it out. What else do <laughs> you do? Got nothing. There's nothing else to do in Southern California. Mm-mm. Mm-mm. Nothing to do out there. No, not at all. <laughs> Enjoy UCLA, buddy. Yeah, I'm excited. I'm excited to report back and see how it's going. Here, do me a favor. I think your number one goal ought to be to get a shot up at Poly Pavilion. Okay, I like that. I want a shot up. I want you to sneak in there, just walk emphatically. Usually if you do that, people won't stop you. Just walk emphatically, see if you can get a ball and get a shot up. Okay, I'm going to do it. Just walk in and just put it up. Just see if you can get it done. All right, buddy. Look forward to tomorrow, uh, the full report on everything. Uh, the next level is next. Enjoy your first Friday, kids. Cleveland Browns Daily, 850 ESPN Cleveland. You've been listening to Cleveland Browns Daily, a production of the Cleveland Browns and 850 ESPN Cleveland. Does money stress you out? Let FACET flip your financial chaos into clarity. Finding FACET immediately put us at ease. FACET's innovative approach to financial planning ensures your money works as hard as you do, enabling members to experience the joys of having your finances in order. That makes us FACET for life now, I guess. (laughs) Visit FACET.com, F-A-C-E-T.com to learn more. This ad is sponsored by FACET. FACET Wealth is an SEC-registered investment advisor. This is not an offer to buy or sell securities, nor is it investment, legal, or tax advice. These testimonials are from current FACET members who are not compensated. All opinions are their own and not a guarantee of a similar outcome.